A seer warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children, separate. Bide your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. They made a vow, their mother will be found. The children grow, learn what's right. Leaders of the freedom fight. They seek their mother, she knows they do. Is it time? Is she only new? Will the prophecy come true? But I have to wait To act too soon could seal their fate They made a vow Their mother will be found Sonic Underground Hey, somebody stop me! Welcome everybody to Sonic the Hedgepod I'm Justin Germeroth And I gotta go fast I'm TV's Kevin Lanigan Hua. And, and in excitement for the up-and-coming Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, we're going to look at our favorite uh, Little Blue Hedgehog and all of his extremely storied iterations across time and space. With yes. us here is Vern Tooley. Hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, I'm... <laughs> Kevin, was, <laughs> Kevin was trying was doing Al Pacino, and I was trying to do Bobby De Niro, and that did not come out at all. Uh, hey, it's me, it's Vern, how's it going? And, and all the Irishmen are here. The three Irishmen. Yes, the three, uh, Joe, Joe three Pesci's over here. Irishmen. Hey, Bob De Niro, I don't think your daughter likes me very much. Hooah. <laughs> yes. It's great. It's timely. By the time this episode comes out in fucking January, everyone's yeah. going to have Irishman fever, which we used to <laughs> oh, call yeah. chlamydia. Hey, it's coming back, folks. Mm-hmm. But you know what's really coming back is the two attempts of bringing Sonic to film before the up-and-coming one. The first was a 60-minute original video edition released in Japan in 1996. And the second one, a live-action short film released in 2013. And we watched both, and we have opinions. We watched both, and I, let me say, for the first time in several months, uh, uh, I sat down in front of my PS4, and I said, I have to watch two Sonic the Hedgehog movies today. And I, and I said a little prayer, and then somehow, together, their accumulated runtime was only about 80 minutes, and I've, <laughs> and I've never believed in God so much in my entire life. This is, it was a religious experience, popping on the OVA and seeing that it was 54 minutes long. I'm devout. <laughs> I'm joining the convent, boys. You've seen the light. I've seen the light. I have not felt this religious since I had the high Jewish holy holidays off and had nothing to do. It was, it was, I, I'm having a legitimate spiritual experience. And Vern, what were your uh, reactions revisiting the Sonic OVA? Uh, it's, it's really funny. First off, I had forgotten, I, I had seen it once before, years ago, and I'd forgotten that it even existed until I received the call from Justin. Um... But it's it was really funny, and it struck me as funny rather. Um, I know Kevin has heard the uh, the Thanksgiving episode of Doughboys, where the Doughboys and Paul Rust uh, reviewed the Garfield Thanksgiving special, and in that episode, Paul Rust talks about having watched 
uh, the Garfield Thanksgiving special and Marriage Story in the same day. Uh, I watched the Sonic OVA and Marriage Story in the same day. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Okay, which was the shot and which was the chaser? Which one came first? Pardon? Which one did you watch first? Like, what was the I, what was the pairing? I, I I chased Marriage Story with the Sonic OVA. <laughs> so you watched a two hour and fifteen minute, uh, for me a really like gut wrenching portrayal mm-hmm. of of a love that cannot last because two people are just too broken to come together, and you chased that with a fifty four minute Sonic animated film. Uh, yeah, you know, and Kevin, I, uh, I felt, uh, the same way about Marriage Story. Uh, that yeah. movie, uh, just uh, wrung it out of me. Um, it, it wrung it out of me. A little, uh, for me, a li- maybe a little too much, uh, paprika in the third act. You know, <laughs> like, there were, there were a couple scenes that I'm like, oh, this kind of feels out of a different movie. This is a little too much. It didn't impact the overall experience for me. Uh, uh, but but I, to unpack Marriage Story, I you know I think a, a scintillating film, easily one of the ten best of the year, and then you chased it with a hastily dubbed Sonic cartoon. Uh, I, I feel like uh, they were, I feel like they were dubbing the movie like as it was exporting. They're like, we gotta do it now. We get one um, take. We get one take. We're not gonna stop. You have to. So say- okay. So here's a quick synopsis for those of you who don't want to watch it. For free on YouTube. In the future on Planet Freedom. Fuck! <laughs> fuck! Fuck this movie! Sonic and Tails have a meetup with their good friend that everyone loves, the old man owl. The old man. Uh that fight like if the if the Tootsie Roll Pop Owl <laughs> drops some hard fucking acid 30 years ago and it just destroyed his horrible brain. That's the old man owl. Wood- yeah, the Woodstock owl. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. He tells uh, Sonic and Tails they have to go to the president because Eggman took the president and his smoke show daughter, Sarah, hostage. Yeah, a character that was absolutely drawn one-handed. Yeah. If you if you boys are <laughs> so what, what I'm pretty sure that was Sarah uh, is that the producers and you know they're a bunch of talking animals. So make her a cat girl. And yes, we need to have one female character in this movie. Yeah, and they and, forgot. To, uh, they forgot to tell them Amy already existed for years. Yes. Did Amy exist by this point? Yes. Okay. okay. So Amy's so canon up until this This is an anime point. studio, so they thought, oh, Catgirl. Like all those Catgirls we've been drawing, we'll just draw another. Okay, she's a Catgirl, but she has a monkey's tail. I think it's just a cat tail. No, it is a, that is a hairless monkey's tail. It's furry! <laughs> it is not! <laughs> Also, so are monkeys' tails. It is. It is not. It is prehensile in a way that cat tails are not. Uh, let's uh, give her uh, 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 little to no clothing and also a completely undecipherable set of motivations. A, a labyrinthine set of character motivations where at any given moment she is is completely going against whatever she said in the previous scene. Yes. It is unbelievable. Yeah. And so Sonic and Tails, in order to save the president, go Yeah. Have to go you to know Earth? 
Like, post-apocalyptic no, New no. York. Hey, Justin, fuck you, okay? It's Planet Freedom, <laughs> and there's the Kingdom of the Sky, in which most of our main characters reside, which, of course, revolves around the Kingdom of Darkness. Justin? And it's so, and it's so funny, because... Dr. Robotnik is explaining what's going on here, and he says, I can't remember the exact line, but he's like, I lived so happy and free in the land of darkness. <laughs> like, he's talking of, he's talking about this, like, utopia in which he's free, and it's just like, this H.R. Giger nightmare land. Is <laughs> this, like, Akira City? He, yes, he lives in the movie Metropolis. And it's, it's, it's like, uh, honey, where do you want to go for vacation this year? I want to go to a somewhere scenic, like downtown Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the city where the nothing but trouble judge lives as mayor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and, uh, and we will do, like a, I guess, a full like plot breakdown. Uh, but yeah, they, they go, uh, to there, they encounter, of course, Metal Sonic, who has, uh, all of the brainwaves of regular Sonic, but none of the attitude, uh, and then they fight for, like, 30 minutes, and yeah, the movie's over. and then, like, at one point, Metal Sonic decides, it's not clear, but he decides to destroy the Earth, um, and then he gets a yeah. Terminator death, and guys, Kevin... is, is the Terminator death deserved? It is a it is a Terminator death, but it's about equal parts Anakin yes. death from the end of Revenge of the Sith. Uh, screw you, Anakin! I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, Kevin, you talked about like, um, what's her name? Sarah. The princess. What's her name? Her name Sarah. is Sarah. She's the president's daughter. <laughs> the president's daughter. Excuse me. Uh, and I and I have something to say about the president uh, as uh, as well, but um, oh, do Kevin, you? Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's doing a great job. No, um, <laughs> Kevin, I <laughs> he's up for re-election uh, this year. Yeah, uh, so excited. Um, so excited that you know to be uh, uh, for this new election that we've already been like living in for the last year. Um, but anyway, um, also I know. I know you guys know I'm joking, but no, fuck that guy. Uh, anyway, uh, you're talking about Sarah having, like, completely changing motivations every scene. Um, and that kind of follows the whole thing. Um, and there's one thing I was curious about. At one point, so, like, Metal Sonic, it's either Metal Sonic or Hyper Metal Sonic. It's Hyper Metal uh, Sonic. Hyper Metal Sonic. Hyper Metal Sonic and regular Sonic have, like, it's said, like, they're essentially yes. they're twins. Uh, they have the same thought patterns, the same everything. And at one point, Hyper Metal Sonic's head goes through the bottom of Robotnik's ship, and Sarah starts kicking Hyper Metal Sonic's uh, head and going, Stop looking at, at my skirt, you pervert. Yeah, and she straight up calls the robot a pervert. Vern is not yes. Vern is not mincing words. The word yes. pervert is For the in record, this folks, movie. this is a weirdly yes. horny movie. Like this Yes. One-handed. Um, someone is Sarah is exactly someone's yeah, crank no, material. At one point, at one point ropes, Sarah At one point, Sarah, and I'll get back to my point in a second, but at one point like Sarah is depicted nursing a baby Robotnik. 
Um, uh-huh. Which is uh-huh. weird. Yeah, uh, six but, animators yeah. died of dehydration drawing Robotnik's Sarah. ultimate motivation uh, is to use Metal Sonic to destroy the Earth so that he and Sarah can and repopulate it. So that he can get yeah. up in them guts. In them yeah, monkey um, guts. But... Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Cat monkey guts. Uh, monkey We're gonna stop um, there! <laughs> that's my favorite new Pokemon of Generation 8 was Kumki. I think... Kumki. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh... It, in a, in a, um, a region one, it's Mankey, but in like Europe, he's uh, Kumki. Right, because there are uh, now the uh, regional variants from game to game. So now, like yeah. Meowth has a long beard and he's a Steel type, and Mankey evolves into <laughs> Lily White pile of Kumki. Oh, Justin, yeah. you were you uh, were trying but to anyway, speak. <laughs> we were talking. So like Sonic and Hyper Metal Sonic, uh, same whatever. Like they're twins and. Sarah is kicking Hyper Metal Sonic in the head, calling him a pervert. And Sonic, the Sonic that we know, uh, the Christian Sonic, is reacting as if he's getting kicked in the head. And so, like, my question is, like, if Sonic can feel what Hyper Metal Sonic feels and vice versa, why doesn't Sonic just, like, beat himself up? Yeah, why doesn't why doesn't Sonic just start like pounding his own ass and then and then Metal will be forced into submission? That is a or like that is a touch an electrical socket <laughs> like right. That is that is a or like you yeah. know take a bath or something like that is a a mm-hmm. plot point that only exists in that moment. It only occurs at that one time that Metal is getting his head stomped in, because when Metal is dissolved in in lava, Sonic isn't like, ooh, ow, oh, oh, that hurts. You know, he like, ooh, that stings. Ooh, ah, ooh, oh, it's hot in here. Ooh, hot. Uh, No, also, okay, Sonic's voice, everyone's voice in this is insane. Sonic's voice is particularly insane. Sonic and Knuckles all sound like they were voiced in the 20s. Yeah, because, uh, so, uh, this is Tails. Yeah, Sonic, uh, we need to, uh, I built a plane for you, buddy. And, and then Sonic, the way that Sonic in this movie sounds to me, I can only describe as he is doing a southern accent, but there's no southern on it. He has the, he has the cadence the pitch, the tone, the speed, the drawl. the drawl, but there's no Southern on it. There's no Cajun flavor. There's no twang. There's no twang, but in all other ways, in all other ways, he's doing a Southern accent. Like, it, it's it's absolutely baffling. It's it, Which is weird, because Knuckles is a cowboy in this in He is this wearing movie. a crocodile Dundee hat. he doesn't have the hat. southern accent. I, he is specifically wearing a crocodile Dundee hat. Uh, <laughs> in, in a way, let me... When did Crocodile Dundee come out? While you're looking that up, I thought it was really funny, because Knuckles is like... He says at one point, Finding hidden treasure is my favorite pastime. And I thought that was just a, a very weird line, because like... I don't consider finding buried treasure like a favorite pastime of mine because I've never found hidden buried treasure. But if I came across like just a brick of gold while I was like walking my dog, like it would become my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Like how is that? Like you only have to strike lucky once to enjoy treasure. How is it a pastime? Like when does it become a sport? 
of winning the lottery is my favorite pastime. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Having sex with supermodels is my hobby. Well, no, because it sets up that like Knuckles is in this movie is a working stiff who like keeps a tab of favors on Sonic, but also always complains about getting back to work. <laughs> if I don't get back to the plant, my boss is gonna be pissed. <laughs> like he works in a gig economy of treasure hunting. Oh, if I don't clock in on me. time, my boss is gonna have my ass. I gotta get my Fiverr payments in. Do you think like Knuckles? Uh, whenever he first spotted Sonic, like he was at like a WeWork or something. Like he looked at the window of a of a WeWork and saw Sonic and Tails flying through the city and. Oh, there's my buddies. Got to help them out. <laughs> well, no, it's I get I, I I bet you that Knuckles is one of those like um is one of those like life coach guys who's who who used to work in a WeWork and then he like decided to get his life together and he spends all of his time telling people about treasure hunting. He oh, doesn't so- do any treasure hunting, but he has a huge like selection of books and audio tapes and like a speaking tour all about. Getting into treasure hunting. Knuckles Hunt. enjoys his Lamborghini, but the thing that he that brings him the most pride is his stack of books. Exactly. He's that guy. I read a book okay. a day. Yeah. I read a book a day. When I'm a busy echidna out here, sure, I have three uh, Lamborghinis. Sure, I'm in a beautiful house with a bunch of beautiful chicks. But in this YouTube ad playing before the episode of Game Grumps you're trying to watch, I'm going to tell you how to get your life together. All you got to do is buy my book. Hunting the treasure in you by Knuckles. You know, uh, actually, is is Knuckles his full? Because like one of the and we'll. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I feel like, and I don't know Justin's like purpose behind this, but I feel like this. Justin and Kevin and I have been friends for a long time, and I feel like this whole podcast is just kind of an elaborate ruse to get my blue hedgehog rant on tape. Um, but I think so. But before I get there, because it will happen, Tails, his full name, Tails yes, is his nickname. Is. His yes, his full name is Miles Tails yes. Prower, his and full... his name is a and now, his name is a play on Miles Per Hour. Yes. Now Tails his... is a it is a nick it mm-hmm. is a nickname. His Christian name is Miles Prower. Uh, also, Tails and I were born on the exact same day. I was, of course, born on Sonic Tuesday, uh, the the release <laughs> of Sonic 2 featuring Tails. So I feel a special kinship to the small butt fox named Tails. Is is Knuckles his full, like... I am looking at that. Up, I have Christian I'm, name. It's not his nickname and his real name is like Barry Gifford or something no, like that. No, Knuckles uh... is his full name. Yes. That is okay. his full Christian name. He is an echidna. Uh, we, of course, know that Sonic's real name is Ogilvy. Uh, <laughs> and is, that, is, that, is that real? That's his, um, I think his middle name, I think his first name is Maurice. Maurice. Sonic the Hedgehog. I, although that's in the Archie Sonic comic, so I don't know what's... His Cannon. name is Maurice Hedgehog. His name is Ogilvy Maurice Hedgehog. Hedgehog is his surname. He comes from the Saxville Hedgehogs and, of course, uh, migrated over on the Mayflower. His full name is yeah. Ogilvy, not a name, Maurice. Now, I so- think Ogilvy's, like, Gaelic, like an actual name. Hey, my name's Ogilvy. 
Hey, gotta go fast, brother. <laughs> it was, uh, I want to see the movie uh, Brooklyn with Saoirse Ronan, but it's about Sonic, and it's called, like, <laughs> Green Hill Zone or something, and it's just the story of him and his people, you know, coming to a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see... Mobius. I want to see The Immigrant starring Marianne Cotillard and Jeremy Renner, but about fucking Sonic. Well, things. guys, <laughs> if we're going to talk about serious approaches to a Sonic film, then we then it's about we, time we, we jump over to the fan film released in 2013 uh, by Blue Core Are we Studios. already done with the OVA? Well, no, no. I have so much to forth. say. Okay, we'll circle yes. back. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Because, yes, we watched two Sonic films, uh, the second of which is uh, a, an absolute boring piece of garbage called Sonic... Uh, it is a it is a Sonic the Hedgehog fan film. Uh, let me assure you both: reviews on Letterboxd are not generous for this fan film. Um, it features uh, a one a cast of one hundred percent non actors. No, hey, not true. It, it, it brings the return of Jaleel White to the role of Sonic. You're right. Jaleel White doing an infinitely worse performance than he ever did on the original animated series. Um, it whoever the fuck is playing Doctor Eggman, who definitely wears that costume when he fucks, um, and uh, and uh, was uh, largely crowdfunded. It features many YouTube celebrities and is ripping off the worst, most boringest movies you've ever it, seen. Because what I want, what I want. When I sit down, when I pop on a Sonic the Hedgehog piece of media, here are things I do not want. Life, jokes, energy, pizzazz, color, efficiency, acting, <laughs> a good sense of motion and quickness. Oh, I I'm sorry. You don't think Doug Walker staring into the middle distance for a solid 34 uh. seconds? Is yeah, really it? hold on his face. You know, you know when I was watching Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master, right? And there's <clears> that <throat> there's that unbelievable sequence. It's the first uh, uh, interview sequence with Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's like a 15 minute sequence that unfolds in two unbroken takes, one on one actor, one on the other. And I thought, huh. Now, what if one of these guys was Doug Walker, and I got to experience something that felt way longer in a Sonic the Hedgehog fan film? How? That's what I want, me, Kevin. Yeah. That's what I want to see. There's a lot of... This movie has a, a veritable... It's a cast of a veritable, like, who's that of internet of celebrities. 2010 YouTube. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I recognized exactly what, two people. Angry Video Game Nerd... And, Angry Video Nerd. And, and Doug Walker. Um, and then, uh, who, thank God, did I, not I open a, his gob. I, I, I recognized uh, a th two more, and then in the credits, I realized that um, yes. Ego Raptor from Game Grumps uh, is the robot. He, um, he, he's oh, he's one uh, of them. The other one is a, uh, another Newgrounds animator, uh, Chris Neosi. Oh, gotcha. Who actually got outed as just being a real piece of shit, but he was from Newgrounds, so it kind of scans. One of the because, Newgrounds guys? Because all these internet celebrities are terrible people. Every single one of them are terrible monsters. <laughs> and it's because it's because an internet celebrity, even though there's internet celebrities that I like, every single one of them is a perpetual child star. Uh, they don't have that thing where they grow up and lose work. 
they keep going, and so they their attitudes and their behaviors go unchecked permanently. They're just like constantly just like that worst version of Macaulay Culkin when he's in the drag queen movie and like doing coke. They're they're that through their entire careers. The instant they blow up, like it's it's every single like we can't even we can't even have Pro Jared talk about his favorite bees in video game without getting news <laughs> from minors. Like, they're all bad. Every single one of these internet celebrities are bad. And these internet celebrities ask, like, like PewDiePie makes this big long video like, we are in as many homes as ABC, as NBC, why aren't we taken seriously as uh, media performers as as these uh, as these like as actual celebrities are and it's because you guys are all monsters who live in like just live in one room all your relationships are with a computer screen and like you can't go three sentences in a conversation with anyone without asking for nudes like you're all bad you're, that's why no one pays attention you're you're all well no no and no in all fairness in all fairness doug walker didn't ask for nudes he just had his manager just treated all of the workers in his weird little company commune like shit yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah duh. it's an older fashioned yeah kind everyone of uh hashtag uh change the channel or whatever the fuck it's all of these i'm so glad we're already talking about this because this is the worst most boring fan film in the entire world it's completely self-serious but not in a funny way it fucking sucks so let's have you ever wanted to see a marvel movie where people who liked the aesthetics and tone of a marvel movie but none of what actually makes a marvel no movie no no good you, and that's no, the sonic are, fan marvel film. movie is the wrong dartboard that you're throwing at these guys are ripping off fucking skyline like, these guys are ripping off... <laughs> these guys are ripping off Universal Soldier 2. Just, like, a joyless, colorless, oppressive alien bullshit movie. Saying these guys implies that there's a crew. This movie was written, directed, shot, and edited, and composed by one guy. Which it's all just like one person, and so like the Mega Man fan film. Yeah, oh, that boy. was the next recommended video for me on YouTube, and I did consider jumping out my fifth story window. It's I I think this thing like it's fine if it were like here's my VFX reel I'm trying to get on at like Weta or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, or like the Sci-Fi not... Channel. Yes, sure. it's not. It's not good as a fan film or really anything else, but, like, the the thing is, and this is a thing that I've had a problem with with Sonic for as long as Sonic has existed, like, it, ta it takes itself so... Everything in Sonic takes itself so seriously, and it's completely undeserved. <laughs> both of these... Both of these movies that we watched had the president as a plot point. <laughs> and, like, the thing is, like, the reason why... The reason why Super Mario works and still works is because all it is, and it knows that all it ever needs to be is save the princess. The only, Mar the only Super Mario game that's ever, like, 
not done well, that's not done well critically, is the one with the story, and that's Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. The, 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 the story of Mario Odyssey is paper thin, and it's like, it was the game of the year it was released. Yes. But, like, the problem is, when you open yourself up to things like, I gotta go fast and rescue the president's daughter, like, <laughs> it opens up a level of scrutiny that you don't have in Mario. Like, in Mario, you just think, yeah, it's just, you're just along for the ride. But when you introduce Politics. the president, when you introduce the president's daughter in the Sonic OVA, and then Sonic gets his feet stuck to a piece of concrete that's sinking, then you're like, take your shoes off. You wouldn't think that in a Mario thing. But because it's Sonic, and because it's taking itself so seriously, it's opening the doors for all this, like, how come is it that Hyper Metal Sonic feels this only at this one time? You know what I mean? Well, like, it's also, just completely... Also, won't let Sonic take his shoes off. So... No. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of very weird, like, um, like corporate qualifiers for what Sonic can and can't do. Like... So this is a point I kind of wanted to talk about with you guys, as we're all red-blooded men, so I think we're all the best ones to wonder, what is it women see in Sonic? Because both <laughs> of these movies and feature women into Sonic. There are an endless line of pretty brown-haired white women that want to suck on Sonic's fat fucking ring, and I don't... <laughs> I... What... Why do we keep coming back to it, it? It literally goes back to the character, the original character design of Sonic. Okay, uh, any uh, everyone go out there and read uh, Console Wars by Blake J. Harris. I'm sure it's going to come up a ton on this show. It's a great book. Good uh, read, the, very uh, good read. The, a really brisk nonfiction read. Um, the original character design of Sonic is largely what we have here. He had a few more points. The points were, like, varied in size, but essentially they made a pointy Mickey Mouse. That's the entire character design of Sonic. But alongside him, Sonic had, and this is taken directly from a book, a big-titted human girlfriend. That is in the original pitch doc of Sonic. Okay, Sega's like, all right, Sega, Sega, Sega of America is like Sega of Japan. We need something that can compete with Mario. We need to kind of go with something that like sets us apart. We can't copy the same thing. We need to do our own thing. And Sega sends back pointy Mickey Mouse with a big titted girlfriend. It's it's is as a it goes as far back as it possibly can and is a constant in Sonic 06, in the OVA, in yes, the Sonic fan film. We must have someone so, who has I'm sure was a popular YouTuber, is just hmm. wet for that Sonic D. What is going on? What is <laughs> happening? Do we think it's gonna happen in the film? I say yes. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, um, like, well, like after a while, corporate when corporate de- developed the Sonic Bible of like what Sonic can and can't do. One of the things they developed for him is he can't <laughs> fall in love or he can't express can't run rom- fast. romantic interest in people. That's why, like, Amy can always want Sonic, but Sonic can't really want Amy back. Sonic is ace. Sonic is an ace icon. Well, because Sonic is his whole person, his personality yes. is that he's cool, and having emotions is not cool. Yeah. Having feelings well, no, guys, is not cool. Guys, voluntary celibacy is what's really cool. So, 
the 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 fan film since we're on that yes it I, I I don't like to sit here in my ivory tower of the Talkback podcast landscape uh, from behind my massive wall of Patreon donors. I don't like to sit here and throw stones at other pe- independent creators. No. You other know firsthand that are, how hard it is to produce video for the internet. How hard it is to make anything. The day we're recording this is the three-year anniversary of a web series that Vern and I made. Justin, you're uh, uh, briefly in it, mm. uh, but very, very funny in it. And that was a two-year labor of love. From conception to release was a two-year, uh, the shooting, the editing, everything. Mm. It took two years to do. It takes a massive amount of time mm. to do anything, and Doom to You did not have nearly the same level of special effects required of it. No, not at as all. As this as this Sonic fan film did. So I don't like to sit here and throw fucking rocks at other people that are just trying to do their thing. However, I did have to watch it. Yes. And it's not at all good. It's and uh, its biggest flaw is that it's incredibly unfocused. Like it tries to hit marks of like what you want from a Sonic fan film without actually telling like a story. Like a coherent A B C plot. If if you weren't familiar with Sonic at all, this would not. Like it it depends on you knowing Sonic. But 100%. Which, and it's insane that it, it goes through such lengths of s- establishing. Hey, this is a Sonic movie, a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and then for the first like ten minutes of a twenty of a under twenty minute v- film. They call him the Blue Blur. Like, they're trying to be coy. Yeah. Like, it's the first fucking season of The Flash when they call him The Streak. And it's like, it, it takes out anything that is remotely charming or good about Sonic the Hedgehog as a franchise. Which is For a long time, uh, it was, like, literally the moment where I started thinking, like, oh, they're calling him the Blue Blur because of, a like, a rights issue. That's when they started calling him Sonic. So then I was like, oh, okay, so I don't know why. You know what I mean? It's, like, well, right. they're trying and then to do Sonic that, like, the Dark he's... Knight thing where they don't ever really call him Batman. Oh. They just call him the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Or, like, in Man of Steel, the... they don't call him Superman. They call him the Man of Steel. Jesus Christ. And it, and it, it's a Zack Snyder Sonic movie. It is. It is, <laughs> it is colorless. It is. With its weird. Bl- it's blatant militarism. Yes. Like, we're supposed to sympathize with President Bushnell uh, and the troops is, yeah. of yes, Gandhi. It is exactly a fucking Man of Steel version of Sonic. It is colorless. It is joyless. It has taken what is a, a pop culture property full of life and color and, and hopefulness and joie de vivre and has sucked all of that out of it for a... a and it put it well no it also put in empty philosophical like pontificating just empty philosophy empty rants. philosophies boring fucking villain monologues they 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 absolute eggman is the best character in the sonic franchise this big fucking mustache crazy voiced guy with a huge round body and skinny little legs and he talks like this sonic and he's great and he he's so so joyous and full of life and they made him a dark alien dictator 
And that is not an interesting choice. You took the yeah. only good things about the character and took them out. So now he just like wears black glasses. Like we don't the, the black glasses are not the thing that no. we like. He, there's a No, he's also got a too short yellow cape. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because for some reason they took the costume from the cartoon and put it in. You know, the costume everyone remembers from 1993. <laughs> There's a lot and of... And they haven't used in, like, decade, in well over a decade. There's a lot of, like, things, like, and it's prevalent in this, but it's really prevalent in, um, like, the Snyder, Bat, uh, the Snyder Superman movies. And a lot of these things where it's like, uh, the other one I can think of is the, uh, the Lone Ranger movie with Army Hammer yeah. and uh, Johnny Depp, where it's like, Let's take this thing that was beloved. Let's make it a new thing, but let's take everything that made it beloved out of it. And so then you have like something like Man of Steel or the Sonic the Hedgehog fan film or whatever. It's like, who is this for? Because we have nothing yes. that we love about it present in it. Right. Like, and, and it doesn't make any sense. And I and I can just, I can see before me how many hours it took to do all the fucking animations, to do these holy CGI sequences, and I can mm. appreciate that there was an incredible amount of work that went into this. And I think there this is... This was a love. Yeah, this is someone Absolutely. who really fucking wanted to make this, and you know what? I'm impressed with anybody. They got Jaleel White back. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of cool. They got the guy who voiced Sonic for well over five yeah. years and to just come back. And that is cool, but I, you also have to evaluate the end product, and like Sonic's running... Mm -hmm looks like regular human running. Like, Tom Cruise yeah, can run faster than Sonic. A I, and then also... I think that's the uh, perfect time to transition. Uh, Vern, <laughs> yes, can sir. you uh, elaborate on the importance <laughs> of Sonic going fast? You know... <laughs> this, uh... It, we've I, I've, I've hit around the bush. I've beat around the bush about it. Like... The, my my problem, as I've said, like, with Sonic is that it just takes itself so seriously. And, like, I don't I don't know a whole lot about Sonic. I But I know more than the average bear. And, like, for instance, Sonic at once, at one point, was a brown hedgehog, but he turned blue because he broke the sound barrier while running. Yeah, uh, that's canon. Dr. Robotnik, like, he created a hedgehog, uh, there, there's something, I can't remember exactly, but, like, there's a, there's another, uh, doctor in the Sonic universe who's no longer with us because of, like, he died of AIDS. Like, a version of AIDS that exists in the Sonic universe. Like, uh... It, Sonic, I, I, th I think I think that's Robotnik's like grandfather, Gerald yes, Robotnik. Gerald Robotnik. Excuse me. Okay. And also, while we're at that, the villain of this series has a grandfather. Like, <laughs> like uh, it doesn't. It takes place uh, in. It's not just Green Hill Zone. It's on a planet Mobius. Like, there's all uh, in in Sonic 06 in uh, Shadow the Hedgehog the game, like. In these two things that we watched, like, the president is a plot point, 
And it's like... Shadow the Hedgehog mm, indeed tries to assassinate the president depending on the moral path you take in Sonic the Hedgehog. Or Shadow the there Hedgehog. Is, there is a moral path system in Shadow the Hedgehog. There are multiple endings to Shadow the Hedgehog. And it's not just like... Well, yeah, he it's plays not, by his own rules. It's not like... It's not multiple endings that like, here's the ending you get for beating the game. Here's the ending of the game you get when you get all the stars as well it's there are multiple paths and mul like and no one <laughs> absolutely no one like goes to a sonic game goes to a sonic movie goes to a sonic anything for like i wonder what geopolitical commentary they'll have available in sonic and the black ring or whatever abortion is People human right want fast hedgehog they want <laughs> they want to see a hedgehog they want they want a fast and the furious movie but with a hedgehog all they want is to come out and say like whoa that was really cool and you cannot have cool with like multiple branching paths of morality and ending up with, like, you assassinating the president or not? Like, it just needs to be S Fast Hedgehog. The best Sonic the Hedgehog game ever made is a game called Bitrunner. <laughs> and in that game, you run right. <laughs> That's all that happens in that game. <laughs> and it's the best Sonic game in the universe. <laughs> like, no one cares about, like, Sonic getting sucked into King Arthur times. No one wants it. <laughs> no one needs it. Vern, he it's turns like, into a werehog. Vern! It doesn't matter. Like, it. no one cares. And then he turns into a werehog, and he can't run fast. <laughs> it's all people want. Like, the reason that Mario is beloved, and the reason... That to this day, old people call every video game console ever released a Nintendo is because Nintendo knows that all they need is he jump high. <laughs> That's all he needs. And it works every single time. The only time it didn't work is like... He jump high, but also he's got to clean up all this mess that his evil doppelganger created. And it wasn't his evil doppelganger. It was the illegitimate son of his rival. <laughs> like, that's the only one that never worked. No one wants Amy with a hammer. No one wants... No one you. wants... No one wants... No one wants Rouge the Bat or Big the Cat. No one wants the talking alligator, and no one wants Sonic in a race car when he can run so fast he breaks a sound barrier. Vern, are you they telling just... me that no one wants a racing game where everyone in the Sonic franchise rides hoverboards? You're saying no. people don't want that? It's every year... Every with every Sonic game, they are just snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. All it needs to be is like he runs fast. That's all it's ever needed to be, and it's so frustrating because every single time they announce like there's a new Sonic game, people get so excited, and it's never warranted. You keep falling into the same trap every single time. It's not gonna be better when you get back with your ex. You broke up for a reason. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like 
it's it's you can create a hedgehog it doesn't matter i don't want to create a hedgehog i don't want a hedgehog with a gun <laughs> because having a gun makes you stop i don't want to stop i want to run <laughs> i hate it it's so frustrating <laughs> All it needs to be is fast hedgehog. That's all it ever needs to be. And it's never that. It stopped being that at Sonic 3. It stopped being that at level 2 of Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Like, Because there's that whole thing where you have to like wait for the platforms to drop and everything. It's like, stop it. Just make him go fast. That's all we want. Oh, I hate it. I fucking hate Sock the Hedgehog. <laughs> at me. I don't care. At me. Uh, that is at which underscore tweets. Uh, Vern will see your tweets next October. I don't care if you don't like me, but I hate you if you like Sonic. <laughs> so, Vern, did you not like either What's of up? the short films that you watched for this? Okay, so I, I watched the 20-minute fan film first, and then the OVA. Uh, I did the, the opposite. The, the fan film, uh, I, 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 did, I, I appreciate it as a VFX reel. I hated it as everything else. <laughs> um, the OVA, it lost me for a second, because 10 minutes into the OVA, they, they bring up, the president needs to see you, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'm like, fuck this horseshit. But... It won me back over a little bit, um, purely on just like a, uh, on, on just like a, I really enjoy like, whenever I'm messing around the house or cleaning or whatever, I like putting on those like, one hour city pop vaporwave compilations on YouTube. It and there's has a, lot a of... really nice soundtrack, actually. I think it's got the, a... the ending song, guess what, that's the closer for this uh, podcast, folks, that was a banger. <laughs> Yeah. It's got a it's got a great soundtrack. It's got some great visualizations. There's some fun stuff. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. Mm -hmm. But anytime like plot happens, it comes to a screeching halt. Um it just needs to be like what's that PlayStation video game like Res where it's more like visualizations than anything else? For sure. That's all like mm. if it were like if it were that, I would love it. Um, the Sonic OVA wasn't bad. I didn't mind it. It's really funny that Kevin enjoyed it because part of what I enjoyed about the OVA was imagining Kevin and not liking it. Like I was just hearing him in my head screaming at it. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 I don't. I don't want you to mishear me. I was screaming at it a hundred percent of the time. Mm. And, 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 you know, I watched this OVA. I rented this from the video store a bunch when I was a kid. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't remember it too, too well in the same way that I would remember like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, like beat for beat for beat for beat. But what I do, mm -hmm. I, I remembered like Sonic metal dissolving in lava. Um, but this, it, it was not a, it is not a good film. It is, it, but I had a great time watching it, and I cannot even get close to saying that for the fan film, but I legitimately had a really good time watching the OVA. I cannot stand up for its quality, but in the same way that, like, when uh, Escape from Tomorrow, that movie that was shot entirely oh, yeah. guerrilla style at Disneyland, 
Um, oh, yeah. When that screened at Webster University, and a bunch of my friends and I went to go see it, and we were fucking laughing hysterically. We were, we were, you know, it was, it was that kind of screening where we were going like, what? This is crazy. Like, I had a great time. But if I were to watch that film alone by myself, it would be excruciating. But, but mm-hmm. I will stand up for how good a time I had watching it. Because I think it is legitimately funny without like the jokes are not good but i laughed a lot from like whatever weird crazy bullshit is happening how long it takes sonic to like get off his beach chair and save this (laughs) crashing plane this plane that is crashing for five solid minutes it keeps streaking down to the ground in the background like over and over again um Everything about like Robotnik was insane. The Robotnik the, is definitely the standout star with his um his powder blue marriage tuxedo. The powder blue marriage yeah. tuxedo. He's he's endless. Like he's being cuckolded by no one. You know, like, it's <laughs> so. It's, he's getting uh, cucked by children, like teenagers. The voice acting is so exactly a 1999 anime dub that it's like just funny there's no way to watch it and it not be like the all the voice choices are insane sonic sounds terrible like everyone sounds so goofy and i think we nailed it that it's like no we're going to roll this tape and we get one like an mst3k we have to just run it through to the end um that like I legitimately had a very very good time. It's absolutely it, a like bunch of friends six um six pack movie. Yes, it has so yeah. much. You know, it fucking moves like it clips. We are we are constantly moving on to the next thing. It's full of life and crazy bullshit there's some really cool like light running stuff with sonic like i think he legitimately looks really good in this Mm -hmm. like the 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 feet animation where his feet turn into the little uh, mobius strip yeah the the way they animate his um, his spin dashes i actually really like where it's like a three-dimensional spike ball instead of the yeah he turns into like a fucking pikachu a like shoots off like it it's I, I cannot vouch for it being a good film. The plot makes no sense. The dramatic turn where I am where I am supposed to like suddenly be uh, deeply affected by the death of Hyper Metal Sonic. Like all of that is bullshit. But I had a good time. It's it's a it's a very fun movie and it uh, like you said like it really it does a great job of capturing like Sonic as fast. It's one of those movies I think the one thing the it's one the thing, thing that matters most. You have and to they, get right, and and they get it and they nail it. Um, it's one of those movies that uh, it works best when you've already seen it, but you're watching it again with someone who's never seen it. Yeah, it's like if it works best if like, oh, you've never heard that there's there's a 1999 Sonic animated movie. Let me show you, and then you watch the yeah. movie and their reaction yes, to it. It's- for like, like for me, the tipping point is when they reveal that it's pl- it's called Planet Freedom. 
Planet Freedom! Yeah. Objectively planet. hilarious. Object <laughs> that is the funniest planet title in any movie. That is so funny. And and when Do- when when Dr. Eggman breaks out the little hologram and he's like, as we all know, the land of the sky revolves around the land of darkness. And you're like, yes, <laughs> hilarious. This is where I live. This is where I live, down below. But Metal Robotnik kicks me out. And I'm like, I know Sonic lore. I know you're Metal Robotnik. Um, funny. Objectively funny. Every time they have to, like, shove in a long English phrase into a short Japanese speaking part where Tails has to go, like, Ah, Sonic, the ground is collapsing because of the gravitational forces that are pulling up. Hel- uh, every time that is funny. Every time that is funny. Oh. It reminded me. Go ahead. There, one, I, if I forgot this, I would never forgive myself. The moment where the old doctor is asked to uh, watch the wreckage of Sonic's home from the plane crash, and Tails returns back, and the, and the, and the old man is wearing, is wearing a long-sleeve purple t-shirt, a backwards baseball cap, headphones, and Tails looks at him and says, you're wearing Sonic's favorite clothes? <laughs> Clothes, which is something we never see Sonic wear. That is the Sonic, funniest thing I Sonic will likes, ever see. <laughs> Sonic likes those clothes so much he doesn't no. want to wear them and yeah. then break down because of There's washing and rewashing. He's holding a skateboard. Why would Sonic own a skateboard? It's so funny. <laughs> My friend Kevin got me a Comedy Bang Bang Live Tour t-shirt. And, like, I love that shirt, but I never wear it because I don't want it to break down. It's the same reason... Uh, that Sonic yes. loves those clothes. He just never wears them. That's why he just yeah. free balls it and just yeah, wears no. the shoes. He doesn't all want the to time. ruin his Bart Simpson cosplay. <laughs> uh, so he's got the shoes and the gloves. Everyone's wearing gloves. Oh, uh, that is so. Oh, yes. oh uh, never mind. You all can talk now. I, I've said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> so, how would you guys rate these two pieces of work, respectively, as. Please tell me we're rating these out of chaos emeralds. Yes, yes. Out of seven chaos emeralds. How would you uh, rate these as adaptations of Sonic? How, do they capture the feel of Sonic? Okay, okay. Let's let's have a couple different rating systems, Justin, sure with your permission. How would you rate it as an adaptation of Sonic, as a piece of Sonic mm-hmm. media? How would you rate it as a piece of media on its mm-hmm. own? That's fair. Mm. Um, I I think those are those are two separate rating systems. Metrics. Yes. Um, that that we can that we can use. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll I'll go first uh, since Justin you posed the question. Uh, so starting with the fan film, uh, I think on both metrics it is one chaos emerald. Um, and I don't do half Chaos Emeralds. They are full emeralds. You cannot no. split them. They are the Chaos Emeralds. Um, they, the, I think it is, uh, boring and slow as a film in its own right. And I think it is a terrible adaptation of, uh, Sonic Canon. Why did they introduce this weird 
racism thing where they keep calling him a South Islander? <laughs> so, Why? Oh. Because the Green Hill Zone is on South okay, Island. Okay, but the Green Hill Zone is apparently right outside a regular-ass Canadian forest. <laughs> like, you walk outside of this regular-ass Canadian forest where the YouTube stars are, and suddenly you are in the straight-up Sonic 1 fucking Green Hill Zone with crazy loop-de-loops. It is... That is bonkers and not in a fun way. One Chaos Emerald on both counts for the fan film. Wow. Uh, uh, for me, Harsh. for me, uh, the Sonic fan film as a piece of Sonic media, as a as a as a terms of like how good does it do at adapting Sonic, I'm going to give it one Chaos Emerald for the uh, for the same reasons and more. Uh, for a piece of media itself, just as it is as its own standalone thing, uh, I'm going to do full-on bad ending of Sonic, uh, zero Chaos Emeralds. Wow. Yeah. Unwatchable. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a, the screen of Dr. Robotnik juggling the Chaos Emeralds at the end of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 1. That's my review of the, the fan film. See, I, I guess I'm a lot more generous because I was going to give the Sonic fan film um, two emeralds as an adaptation because it tries to get Sonic as a whole, as a movie, as a game, like from the games, from the TV shows, from the comics. It tries to synthesize Sonic as a multimedia creature, and that is hard as hell. And I think from that perspective, I think it did an okay job. Sure. Telling and trying to reproduce the notoriously thin and <clears throat> shitty stories that happen in all of them, <laughs> as Vern has so emphatically shown. <laughs> Like it, it has it's it's if it's gonna be a Sonic movie, it's gonna have a shitty story. That's just gonna what's gonna happen. That is a fair point. That it's it a, is um, it is a better adaptation of Sonic because it has a bad story, a bad uninteresting yes. story. If it had there's, a good story, it would not be a good Sonic movie. There's no better right. translation of Sonic uh, from the game from the game to the screen than like literal shit in the bed. So yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a, um, as a film, it's, I, um, I, yeah, it, it's a one. It's not good. It's boring. Yeah. It's just yeah. boring. Uh, I will, I will say one thing. Uh, I really hate when movies, um, when like indie films or lower budget things do that, like, here's the news. Cause it's very, it's a very, it's very obviously always like, a guy in front of a blue screen. That is, um, it is not what the news looks like. They did such a bad job doing the news. It's all close-ups. Yeah. News I will is not say, a close-up. Like, I will say, like, um, they, they, they didn't, they still, it didn't look like the news, especially when, like, angry video game nerd does his, like, five o'clock shadow cameo. Um, but they did, I will say, they did a very good job with, like, the cryons of the news. It, yeah. The, with good. the exception of, like, the Channel 16 Square, um, or whatever the president's on, like, all the cryons looked right, and that looked like news. It's just, like, the video in front of it didn't look right. That's, that's, it did good cryons, that's my review. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good Okay, point. and now, uh, son the Sonic OVA. Okay. Um, 
So I'm just going to we're gonna I'm just gonna uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna we're gonna see what happens here. Um, so as an adaptation of Sonic, out of a possible seven Chaos Emeralds, I'm gonna give this a six as an adaptation of Sonic. They get the attitude of all the characters is right. Like, their characterizations are all the way down. It has crazy nonsensical storyline shit. It, it has bizarre characters that I'm supposed to think are cool and care about, and I don't. And, and because of that, six out of seven Chaos Emeralds as a piece of Sonic media. As a movie on its own... I think we're going to hit at a three. Um, and I'm going to try it. That's the number that sticks out in my head. Because I cannot, in good conscience, in a year where, for the first time in my life, I saw Akira, where I've seen the majority of Hayao Miyazaki's work for the first time, I cannot, in good conscience, give the Sonic OVA more than a three on a baseline competence level. But I think... On a, on a level that I enjoyed it. Like, whether or not I had a good time watching it. Uh, I amend that. Four Chaos Emeralds for the Sonic OVA. Oh, I, boy. I had a very good time. High praise. That's it. Wow, okay. Say, yeah. Said my piece. As uh, As a piece of just, like, this is a Sonic adaptation, I think I, too, am going to give it uh, six out of seven Chaos Emeralds. Uh, I think it's as close as you can get. It does capture the spirit, as Kevin said. It doesn't have all that, like, uh, here's a bunch of stuff that's totally uncool that you're supposed to think is cool. Um, as I said, I really enjoyed the uh, the animation in it. I really enjoyed, like, some of the uh, the background art, and I really enjoyed the soundtrack. Um, it's by the uh, studio that would go on to do stuff like Bleach, Yu Yu Hakusho, and Naruto. Gotcha. Like, it's it's an absolutely like solid animation series. Uh, did uh this and this is going to be uh, a dumb question probably. Did this same studio do uh, or have did any of the people that worked on this work on Sonic X for the Fox Box? Uh, <laughs> um, I actually did try and find out, and I could not um find anything conclusive about that. There's a uh, there's a shot in this and they totally rip it off in the Sonic X opening where it's that, that shot of like the overlay of Sonic and Hyper Metal Sonic. They do that in the opening of every Fo uh, Sonic X. Uh, mm -hmm. So I was curious about that. But yeah, um, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 7 Chaos Emeralds as a piece of just standalone media. Um, it reminded me a lot of uh, episodes of Speed Racer, mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. where it's like very early on, uh, like when wait when Americans didn't really know how to to show anime to a Western audience, uh, and so they're like, "Well, their lips are still moving. We've got to keep talking." <laughs> um, I think if I were to find a subbed version of this. I would like it even better. Um, but it, I still that, that have... That actually a... is available on YouTube. Someone okay. did a fan sub of it. Okay, I could only find the the dubbed version. I I still in, I still enjoyed it, uh, the dubbed version. 
there's that, but we're dipping into that material, that like well of enjoying it for the wrong reasons. Where I feel like if it was subbed, I'd enjoy it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, I don't want to do like half Chaos Emeralds because they you can't do that. Um, so I think with that, I'm going to give it three Chaos Emeralds. But if we were to do half, uh, it would be, uh, it's, it's like a 3.5 Chaos Emerald. Mm. I just can't, I can't round up. I honestly, a 7 out of 7 Chaos Emeralds, because this is from, this is a Japanese production, and Japan never had the Sonic as a cartoon character the way America did. So they mostly know Sonic as a video game character and just a video game character. And this feels like if you've never actually played the Sonic games and had them explained to you, then told to make a story out of that, that's what you do. You've got, okay, you've got like a fun level at the start, that's the beach. And then you've got the weird like street wasteland level. And then the ice fire okay. level, and then the boss. Like it, it, it structurally feels like a level of a video game. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. And just like all the wallpaper, you know, Sarah and the president, like that's all just like little still cutscenes between levels. Like it's that you could just like hit A and skip over, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and as a piece of, um, yeah, I I agree with Kevin. I'd say it's a four out of seven. It's just a fun, goofy, like, I would absolutely want to keep it and show it to, like, my kids or, like, nephews or nieces or whatever. It's just, here's something to keep busy for an hour. Kevin's right. It's an extremely riffable movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so fun and so crazy, and it fills a similar void like we all used to do Rocky Horror? before or after a Puffin recording yes. where we would play, like, Grand Theft Auto 4. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think Grand Theft Auto Four is that good on its own, but with three other people who are yelling good jokes at it, Grand Theft Auto Four <laughs> is the greatest game of all time. And and I and I think there is something to that as a, as a big piece of ups. media. Big ups, big, big ups, ups, big ups, big. Karen, you could <laughs> you could reasonably pitch the Sonic OVA for like the convention circuit for as like a Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think if, so. Yeah, if I would, uh, you know what? First off, I'm gonna go ahead and bump mine up to four Chaos Emeralds. Yes. Um, I I think like if I were to to look at the uh, the interwebs right now and see that the local like cool indie theater was doing like a double screening at midnight of, like, the Sonic OVA and, like, the Super Mario movie, I'd be there in a heartbeat. 100%. Oh, hell yeah. Super I mean? Mario so, yeah. is a a, a a fucking riffable movie. That Absolutely. Movie it's is, a, it's, that movie gets too much shit. It's, like, really... There is a, bonkers in a fun way. There is a really good movie buried in that. It's There's not a good Mario movie. Uh... Kevin, this is news only for Kevin. Uh, Kevin, do you remember Scapelli from the Mario Brothers movie? Of course I do. Do you know who that is? Who the actor who's playing Scapelli is? I don't. 
the actor who's playing Scapelli is the same actor who's playing Carlo Rizzi in The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> and that blew my fucking mind whenever I learned that. Well, no, well, no um, Vern, did you see what I sent you? The guy who plays Robotnik is the yeah. guy who plays the hitchhiker in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's crazy world. Uh, it's a crazy so world funny. we live in. It's so funny. I mean, it's like, a, you know, you watch Deadwood or The Sopranos, and you start seeing the tiny characters in the weirdest shit all over the place. Because oh, yeah. your character actors fucking work. That is so funny that that is fucking Carlo. What fungu you, Carlo? It's Carlo Rizzi, guy who got choked out by Peter Clemenza in <laughs> Super Mario Brothers the movie. Carlo, the guy who engages in uh, the the only uh, bad scene in The Godfather where Sonny beats him up in the street and misses every kick by a solid <laughs> a solid foot of air. Um, Godfather, masterpiece, greatest film of all time. That scene, you know. Uh, hey, George, George Lucas, get in there, touch it, get, do, do your biddly boops, and, uh, and have him actually make contact. Um, actually, uh, Kevin, I'll tell you what the greatest, uh, film scene is of all time. Okay. It's Doug Walker's audition role for Robotnik. And, uh, and it's extremely funny. It's extremely funny because he gets it wrong, and he keeps thinking that Robotnik <laughs> is Bowser. He keeps thinking Robotnik is trying to capture the princess and then send turtles out to Mario. Now It's so funny, Kevin! Now, uh, now Justin, we yes. are already only doing this show on a very trial, probationary basis. Uh, 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 and do you dare tempt my ability to walk out of this project by bringing Doug Walker into my house? <laughs> and with that threat of abandonment, that's a good place to end this episode. I have so much to say about Sonic. I mean, uh, Vern, 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 Vern. I mean, what we gotta ask you about the upcoming live-action Sonic film. Me? Oh, yes. Yeah, you you're excited? our guest. And we, in the same way that on podcasts, oh. I gotta have everybody talk about the movie. I gotta get everybody's opinion. I, on Sonic the Hedge Pod, uh, Vern, I, I gotta, I gotta know where you're at. I, uh, so first off, um, have you guys heard the, uh, the rumor, this conspiracy or however that, like, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie has always looked like what it does now? but that they made a fake trailer where he looked bad to try to drum up more publicity for it? Yes, yes. Uh, and I okay. would also say that uh, this is another one of those fucking Reddit conspiracy theories that are always yeah. generated by people that have never fucking made anything in their entire yeah. lives like, and like, do not understand how much work anything is when you're making a movie. Like, the I, new Sonic uh, looks less polished than the original version. Like, yes. it just doesn't look as good. Uh, yes! I also, th I also thought that was a horseshit uh, thing, but I didn't know how widespread that was. Yeah, he's um, still rendering. He's still, the trailer is not rendering all the hairs. He's still rendering. <laughs> Uh, they, 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 and now the new, uh, first look at the new Sonic, and, like, in every frame, there's just a bar that says, like, exporting. Uh, <laughs> and there's all those yellow windows where Adobe is not filled in the effect. Oh, this is a very inside yeah. editor shit.
Uh, I I love that. Um, uh, you know, I I'm conflicted because uh, like, and I'm not the first person who said this, but it's the the first time uh, a massive corporation has ever listened to people. Um, and so like, I what power ca- have they given? Yeah. So like, part of me like wants to go to encourage that. Like, hey, cool. We have a, vo- have a voice, but at the same time, this has been the, as far as the Sonic redesign goes, this has been the only time in the history of the world that the American people have been right. <laughs> uh, so I don't want to, like, maybe I don't want to encourage that because then we'll get, like, you know what I mean? Um, ultimately, I think it's just going to be that movie Hop. But with oh, Sonic, yeah. right? Yes. That's exactly it's what it is, <laughs> including but not limited to starring James Marsden. So, like, these movies that we watched today were the... the there, there were three versions you could do. You could do either just Sonic as just sort of a... Like, just like Sonic, a video game. Just E goes to A, E goes to B, E goes to C. And you don't really elaborate. Or you do Sonic as a superhero, which is what mm-hmm. the fan film did. But, or you could really lean into... Hey, this is a gross animal that shouldn't be. Let's see how everyone reacts to this horrifying abomination against God. And you do the buddy film. Uh, yeah. Uh, Which is what they're I doing don't, here. I don't know that there is a right way to do a Sonic movie. Uh, I think maybe the Sonic OVA is the closest that we'll ever get. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, I think like... No matter what... Kevin uh, brought up uh, Escape from Tomorrow earlier. I think that, like, no matter what happens with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it's always going to live in that same territory where the behind-the-scenes story is more interesting than the, the final film. Way more interesting than anything in the final movie. We'll get a Heart of Darkness for the director of Sonic the Hedgehog. God, I would... You don't know how hard I would watch... A heart of darkness uh, about the making of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's coming out. Have either feel... of you ever seen the documentary The Sweatbox? Long time ago, yeah. Yeah, that was first uh, leaked for the right for the for the for the listeners at home who might not be familiar. This is a fully produced documentary film produced within the Disney Corporation that has been barred from any public viewing. Uh, it is a full behind-the-scenes account of the production of The Emperor's New Groove, um, and it is a uh, Hearts of Darkness-style view into a, a unbelievably <laughs> uh, convoluted and frustrating movie-making process. Every animator, people that made the fucking Lion King and the Little Mermaid came out of that movie going like, it's never been this hard before. <laughs> like, why? What happened? <laughs> and and you can only ever watch it illegally. I would recommend you go do that. Uh, it's, it's a fascinating Absolutely. documentary. Yes. It's like 90 minutes. It's, it's a real brisk watch. And it is a, it is a mm. fascinating piece of... Uh, it's uh, uh, directed by Sting's wife, right? I think so, because Sting was originally supposed to do like the whole soundtrack. He was the, supposed to fill Collins mm-hmm. all over the Emperor's New Groove, um, oh. and and he just they just kept having him. He had to rewrite like again and again and again, um, and and it is it, a fascinating piece of filmmaking. Anyway, I we we go on. I would I would very much like to see like you know if they could if they can release uh, that. 
behind-the-scenes footage uh, from the third uh, Hobbit movie where Peter Jackson's like, I don't know what I'm doing. We have to stop making this movie right now. Like, <laughs> if they could put that on a DVD, I would hope they would do that for, like, the Sonic. I'm curious. That's what it is. I, this is what I'll say about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I am not excited to see the movie uh, in theaters, but I'm excited to see it on DVD. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to, like, hear that, uh, to see if there even exists an audio commentary on that DVD, how friendly that commentary is. I'm really curious about the bonus features of the Sonic Hedgehog movie. That's what I'm excited for. That seems, that seems fair. I think there were more options for a Sonic movie than we considered, and I think they went with the easiest one the most like Mm well-trod probably like boring one um they gave us and it's a good movie but they gave us looney tunes back in action again is what they've done an underrated Um, movie for the record an underrated far better than space jam just as a film like far better than than space jam Um, absolutely but i think the honestly the best version of a sonic the hedgehog movie it it should be fully animated. Yeah. It and you should get you know, I mean you probably can't because they're super busy, but you should get the team who made like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and and yeah. have it be joke a minute, mm-hmm. every possible joke you can do with him going fast. Have one fucking Quicksilver sequence where he runs so fast and you play a song over it and it's in slow motion. Like, good vibrations or something. Yeah, yeah, good vibrations. <laughs> My choice was only Time by Enya. I think that is the one that you uh... should do. Who can say? And he's like, you know, getting the rings or, you know, whatever the fuck. Like, it writes itself. And I think, honestly, the new Mario movie is doing, is making the right choice. Where you're like, yeah, have the fucking Minions people make it. Mario is simple. Uh, It doesn't need the Pixar treatment. It doesn't need to... In fact, it would be wrong to try and make it have a dark, you know, interesting, heartfelt story. It's Mario. That is antithetical to what makes Mario work. You should make the Goombas the new Minions or whatever the fuck. Or Toad is the new Minions. And bada bing, bada boom, you got yourself a fucking Stromboli. Absolutely. Uh, whenever, um, <laughs> uh, vaguely related to like what avenues that we could take with the Sonic movie, whenever I first told uh, my wife um, what I was watching, uh, she misheard me. Whenever I said fan made Sonic film, and th- uh, or I, I said, or excuse me, I said a fan, uh, it was made by a fan, and she misheard me, and she thought I said, it was made by Santa. <laughs> and let me pitch you this movie. If it doesn't already exist as like an episode of Sonic X or the one where they're a band or whatever. You mean, you, you mean the Sonic Christmas bash? Yeah, Sonic saves Christmas yeah. or whatever the fuck. Does it already exist where like Santa realizes there's just too many homes. We're overpopulated. He can't get to every home in one night. I'm so he hires Sonic to do it. Fast enough. Uh, oh, oh, actually, oh. yes. Although Robotnik actually like kidnaps Santa first. Oh, uh, that's yeah. That's okay. Okay, never mind. That's perfect. Yeah, I'll kidnap Santa. <laughs> and it's the uh, it's available oh, gotcha, on YouTube. Yes. All the Sonic cartoons are available on YouTube. No one's even bothering keeping them on DVD anymore. 
<laughs> Fuck that's it. the one that's the one that's like um in every single youtube poop ever because yes, that's the youtube poop one because robotnik says pingus and it sounds like penis Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the one where uh, Eggman looks like a horrible beast. He should be put mm. back well, in the ground. He looks horrible in all of them. No, but like he looks particularly terrible in the original, in the yes, Jaleel yes. White original. His horrible uh, black you will, Kevin, eyes. you will love watching those that I sent you. I uh, I quit. I quit the show. It's over before it began. Well, Vern, this has been uh, a pleasure as always. Thank you for talking An about absolute delight. These. Um, thank, thank you, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. It's always great to talk to my friends Justin and Kevin. Uh, it's always great to uh, to complain about uh, things that I don't have the talent to make. Uh, it's always it's always it's always a good time hanging out with you guys. I, I feel. Uh, I feel like I came across pretty strong in this, and uh, I want to let your your listeners know that uh, in in normal life I've normally got a pretty good head about my shoulders, but there's some there's some undealt with uh, trauma surrounding Sonic, I guess. So I'm still processing through that, but uh, no, it's it's been a good time, and uh, uh, you can still at me, and I won't come at you. I, I said I hated guys who like Sonic, and I don't hate you guys. You all. It brings you joy and it makes you happy, and that's okay with me. I've calmed down now. <laughs> I just came in here with a full head of steam to talk about Fast Hedgehog. I mean, here's the thing: if you're a Sonic fan, you know, God bless you. More power to yeah. you. you. Lord you knows do, you don't make it easy. You do have to have a sense of humor about yourself and the things you like. In the same way that if Vern came on here and called superhero comics, you know, comics for babies, little baby books, I would not yell at Vern. I would laugh it off because, yeah, I'm reading a bunch of baby books. So if you... <laughs> so if you like Sonic, you know, just like, you know, have have fun. Laugh it, it off, brings, buddy. It brings you joy, and, you know, I... As long as you're not hurting anybody, I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I came across... Yeah, it's all good. You're, like you're your fine, like your Han. It's okay if you like your 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 media where Sonic has to rescue the president of the United States, even though he's from Mobius. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's the all president good. of Freedom Planet. <laughs> okay. It's well, yeah, Planet Freedom. Excuse me, Planet Freedom. Uh, Vern, anything to plug before we let you go? You you mentioned uh, at which tweets. Uh, that's only active in October. There might be a thing happening with Witch Tweets in July. We'll see. Uh, Witch Tweets is purely uh, for me, but I'm happy that other people like it. Uh, it's worth on- checking out, folks. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I'm on Instagram, at Varnio. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what my thing I'm going to do with Instagram this year is. i got a few ideas. Uh, uh, I'm on YouTube, my youtube.com backslash Vernio, uh, because I have less than 200 subscribers. YouTube does not pay attention to me. Uh, at some point, it's, 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 it's at some point my movie's happening. Woo! I just got the, uh, the, the, the mix, uh, the, the final mix that can be happen, uh, before ADR happens and ADR is going to happen around February, knock on wood. Uh, so, uh, things are, things are in the, things are always happening, but they, uh, they, they move slowly. Uh, but you know, we're having fun while we're making them. So it's good. all good. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, check out the Puff and Publishing podcast every single month. Uh, oh yeah, our, our the uh, crazy improv comedy show uh, the three of us share. Uh, check out Justin and myself on. Uh, oh, by the time this is coming out. Either Jive Action Nerds or Just Another Night. Uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, it's a tabletop RPG show, and we play a very silly RPG with our good friend Jacob Kelleher. It's a good, fun time. You mostly just get to hang out with us and go on fun adventures. Uh, Vern and I made a web series, Doom to You. Check that out. Uh, five episodes. You can watch it in uh, about uh, as long as it would take you to watch both of these Sonic films. Absolutely, um, and I, I I hope it's a little bit more enriching than those um, uh, film. Uh, this is being recorded on the three year anniversary of yeah. Doom to You going live, and uh, feels 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 pretty good. Still still pretty Absolutely. proud of this zero budget thing uh, that we made. And I'm just gonna go say on the on the feed you're already on. If you want to hear me talk about cats for 24 hours. Uh, those archives <laughs> will be available until I die. Uh, so please enjoy Podcats, the pod about cats. Pa- I've been enjoying it. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. That's it. That's the last one. Good night, everybody. Those are Sonic's favorite clothes. <laughs> This has been a Talkback Podcast.